Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. My name is Jesse. I am your host. And in today's episode, I want to talk about injuries. And in particular, I want to talk about when you should be pushing yourself really hard. So maybe it's a little niggle or a little tweak or you feel like your body's just not quite at 100%. And I also want to discuss the times where maybe you should be pulling back and actually applying the brakes. So in your in your fitness journey, whatever your goal is, whether it's you know to become really strong and you know squat or deadlift really heavy, or to build muscle and change your body composition by you know dropping some body fat and developing some muscle on your frame, you're going to be faced with some uncertain times. There's going to be days where you wake up and you maybe perhaps feel a bit flat. There's going to be times where you know you might be training quite hard and your body starts feeling a few little niggles or tweaks and you kind of ask yourself, yeah, what do I do? Do I, do I push through? Do I back off? Do I train? Do I, do I go and see a physio? What do I do? And I've, I've gone through this myself. I've, I've been training very consistently for a long time now. And what I want to talk about is the injury side of things and the state of your body in terms of whether to keep going or back off. In episode 11, if you haven't already listened to it, in episode 11, um, I talk about whether or not you should train when you're feeling under the weather. So this is going to kind of be uh, almost like a uh, an addition to that. So it's a, a slightly different topic. I'm more talking about how your body's functioning and performing as opposed to, you know, you've, you've got the sniffles or maybe you're feeling a little bit, you know, a bit of illness sort of getting you down. So I'm going to go through a few examples, and yours might not be exactly the same as the examples that I give. And I do also want to preface this by stating I'm not a physiotherapist, I'm not a doctor. So if you are in doubt, I, I am not advocating that you train through injury here. Okay, there will be times, and it really does come with an awareness and an understanding of your own body. You will start to learn what you can and can't do. Okay. So if in doubt, err on the side of caution, uh, because I'm not a mind reader. I do not have a crystal ball where I can see into your life and you know revisit what you've been doing over the last 24 hours, two, three weeks, whatever have what might be, to say, hey, yeah, you should keep going, or maybe, no, you actually need to stop and have a little break here. So do bear that in mind when I go through the examples. Hopefully you will get the points that I'm trying to get across, and you can insert yourself into your specific situation to then make the best decision possible. So there will be times where, you know, you've got to give yourself a little bit of a kick up the backside and be like, hey, stop being a little bitch, get on with it. And there's also going to be times where, you know, maybe your ego needs to be put in check and you might need to actually say, hey, I got to put a pin in it and take a rain check on training today. Okay, so it's two sides of the coin here. We're going to try and evaluate and go through both so you can make the best decision when the time comes. So let's say, for example, you've been doing a lot of heavy presses. Maybe you've been you know, chasing down a bench press for a while or you're starting to get into overhead pressing and maybe you've been sedentary for a while and you haven't pressed anything, whether it be light or heavy, for a long time. 
and you're starting to feel you know a little something in your shoulder you don't quite know what it is but you can feel a little something it just it's a little tweak it just doesn't feel right so you kind of ask yourself this question I can, I can feel I can sense like something's not quite right in the shoulder or you know up top you know what do I do do I do I keep training or do I stop it comes down to your training history and your injury history are you somebody with a clean bill of health with no past experience of having shoulder troubles if the answer is yes and you can say with you know with confidence i've been really hard of working hard on my technique i'm focusing on what i'm doing i'm being very diligent with how i'm training it might just be a slight niggle or a little tweak that maybe you know you need to do a bit of foam rolling or get a lacrosse ball into the pecs or on the rear portion of your shoulder maybe it's just something small like that maybe you need to do a bit of hanging from a bar so you grab your chin up bar if you have one or a tree branch as long as it's sturdy enough and maybe you just hang on there for 20 30 or 60 seconds that'll help to free up the shoulder joint it is a form of decompression for the spine and it also helps to get your arms overhead okay so if you have a lack of mobility that might be a way where you could start to actually improve it and maybe that's all you need maybe you just need to mobilize the joints and for you know get a bit of the rust out of those joints they just need a bit of movement okay so motion is lotion for the joints as well remember that so if you've been sedentary for a while maybe you just need to place a little bit more time and effort into your warm-up or doing some soft tissue work a bit of foam rolling a bit of lacrosse ball work across the shoulders the pecs the rear delts okay that's the rear portion of your shoulder okay so that's the first thing you have got to ask yourself what is your training history what is your past injury history do you have one or have you had zero injuries if that's the case fantastic lucky you <laughs> but maybe let's say maybe you played footy growing up or in high school or you play social basketball and it gets kind of physical maybe you get banged up maybe you've got you know maybe you've had a, a rotator cuff injury maybe you've had surgery i don't know you know your body better than anybody else does so you got to ask yourself is this the first time i've injured this area is it new and is it posing a big threat so if it's just kind of niggling and it's giving you a little bit of it's almost like someone just kind of flicking you and you think eh maybe I don't pay too much attention to it or maybe I just do a bit of that soft tissue work and hanging that I mentioned before but if it starts persisting or if it starts getting worse and worse and it amplifies and gets worse and worse that's probably your time to put your hand up and say yeah I should probably go and get that seen to go and see a physiotherapist go and get a remedial massage perhaps so that's what you can do if you've got like a little shoulder thing going on then we have things like energy levels night not feeling quite good you know maybe you just wake up one day and you you feel flat you feel sluggish well you've got to ask yourself why is it did you own did you go out last night did you only get five hours of sleep compared to your usual seven eight or nine you know did you stay up scrolling on your phone keeping it about an inch away from your face or were you watching the latest see uh, season or series on Netflix and it's just so goddamn binge worthy you had to watch one more episode and you said that about two or three times and you watched another few episodes so you being tired doesn't mean don't train sometimes it does but if you can see a direct correlation between I stayed up well past my bedtime 
Okay, so obviously I'm gonna feel tired because I'm not getting adequate sleep. I'm not feeling as rested as I typically would. And that's me actually today. I got less than my usual seven hours of sleep and I already knew before I went to bed, today would be a struggle. I would wake up and I would feel a little bit more lethargic and less energetic than usual. And I was spot on. So today is one of these days I had three coffees. Two is usually my limit, but on the days that I need to, so in rare circumstances like today, I'll have three. Gets me through the day. When I get back to my normal sleep routine tonight, I know tomorrow when I wake up, I'm gonna have more energy. Same thing for you. Is it a one-off occurrence that you're lacking energy? Or is it a chronic symptom of, hey, I'm feeling really run down, my body's trying to send me a sign that I either need to get better sleep, get more of it, I need to start focusing on my hydration, I need to move more, and maybe I need to eat some goddamn fruit and vegetables. These are all options. But there's no hard and fast rule here, guys. And what I'm trying to do is give you a bit of a framework to give you some questions that you can then answer to make the most appropriate decision. So if your energy levels feel quite low, start to ask yourself some questions. What's your sleep been like? What's your hydration like? Where's your stress? Are you moving or are you sitting on your backside? Because that's oftentimes a cause for concern as well. If you sit down and you don't move your body and you don't stimulate your, your mind, you actually feel really tired. So ask yourself those questions. Maybe you're, you know, you, you, you're feeling unmotivated to eat the right foods. Do you decide to, you know, go off track and treat yourself because you've been working really hard on your, your meal plan and staying on your diet because you have a body composition goal or a weight goal or a, a clothing size that you want to get yourself down to at a certain time frame? You know, maybe you've been really consistent. Maybe you've been 80% or higher in terms of your consistency on the meal plan. You know, will going off track derail that progress? Well, no, I don't think so. Especially if it's a planned occurrence as well. You know, you've been dieting for three, four, five, six, whatever weeks, very consistently. Go and enjoy yourself. Go and grab yourself a burger and chips. You know, go and have a steak and a pint. I think that's that's reasonable in, in under those circumstances. But you know, if you're if you're feeling unmotivated to eat the right foods, and you know you're still being eating pizza, chips, you know, you've been having snacking on those biscuits or having handful of, handfuls of nuts every day. Maybe it's time that you just need to eat the fucking food. Maybe you need to get yourself some chicken, rice, and some steamed vegetables. Will they taste as good as the other stuff? Probably not. It's gonna be much better for your body. It's not gonna be laden with sugar, salt, or fat. But will it help you achieve the goals you want? You betcha, absolutely. So it's not a this is right or this is wrong. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm trying to do is give you more of a perspective of the situation as a whole. If you've been doing the right thing for your goals, most of the time, will going off track a little bit derail your progress? I don't think it will. As long as you plan appropriately before making that action or taking that step, I think you'll be just fine. But let's say, you know, your, your body's sending you signs that it's a bit run down. You've got brain fog, you know, you're lethargic, you're, you've got body aches, you know, you're always tired, you're yawning. 
it could just be that you know you've kind of let yourself slide over the last week you've gotten lax with your exercise you haven't been walking sleep well what sleep sleep when i'm dead (laughs) you might be doing the whole tough guy thing and think no sleep sleep's weakness it's for losers maybe or maybe you've been working yourself to a fine powder putting in extra hours at the office or doing extra work on your business and you have a bit of cns fatigue your nervous system is being worked overtime it can't recover quick enough or maybe that is sending your stress levels really really through the roof that might actually be something to to take note of you know so in a circumstance like that if it's a chronic sort of thing that hey i have been working really hard i've been putting in 10 12 14 hour days i've been doing everything i can't possibly do it anymore i'm giving it all i've got you know and then you still want to go and train really hard maybe it maybe your body's sending you these signs for because it's crying out for a break a bit of a breather it's questions the more questions you have and the more detailed and the more specifics you can start to tie to this situation the better off your answer and the more appropriate it will be as well so they're all great questions and the thing with situations like this is it really comes down to a case-by-case basis i can't sit here i can't stand here and give you a hard and fast rule there is no one size fits all model there is no silver bullet i wish there was but what i can do what i will do is provide you with a framework so you can actually make a start but you can also make some sensible and educated decisions okay so first things first let's identify what kind of issue or problem we're dealing with is it a small tweak or is it an underlying uh, injury that has posed you problems down in the past are you experiencing general tiredness from you know staying up late or you know is stress really high? Is your boss riding you really, really hard and you're, you're feeling like the nervous system and your brain's just got nothing left to give? You know, the central nervous system is crying out for a break there. Are you feeling unmotivated? You know, just, I don't feel like training today. You know? Is it one of those? And, you know, you're giving into weakness, being a little bitch? Or is it the fact that, hey, you've got, you're not actually giving the body the nutrients it needs to function optimally? Because if that's the case, we need to address that because you can't run on fumes forever. If you're not eating well, if you're not sleeping or if you're not just moving, and by moving I mean walking, getting in some non-exercise activity, so unplanned movement, you know, your body's going to struggle. You know, being under the pump for one day is fine. I think, you know, most people should be able to deal with one busy day at work or, you know, one, I don't want to say altercation, but one one dialogue at work that maybe goes south or that you're on the receiving end of maybe you did something wrong maybe you stuffed up and maybe someone's you know saying hey you really dropped the ball on this you let the team down i think people should be able to cope with that but if it's a once off sure but what if it's a chronic a repeated issue for weeks for months your nervous system your brain may need a full reboot a rest Every single situation, it has to be taken on its own merits without comparing yourself to anybody else. And this is something that I see far too people make the mistake of doing. 
they think, oh, you know, Karen, Karen trained when she was feeling sick, or Karen trained with a sore shoulder. Well, how's Karen doing now? Oh no, her shoulder's still fucked. <laughs> Don't worry about Karen. Don't worry about what anybody else is doing. Worry about you. Let's look at your characteristics and determine what's the best course of, a of action that you should be taking. If you have a long history of skipping sessions, talking yourself out of training and procrastinating for too long, and you're not sure if you should train, what does that tell you? History tells you that more often than not, you're being a bitch. You're being a pussy and you just need to fucking get on with it. If you've never really worked particularly hard in the gym or pushed yourself with weights and challenged and lifted that little bit heavier and you feel a little something, do you think that's cause for concern? Do you reckon that's going to be sending some big alarm bells off? Or maybe it's just a maybe maybe it's just a part of the process. I'm not saying that it's I'm not saying that it's not something serious or something bigger. It it well it could well be. But what I'm saying, what I'm suggesting here is, have you been actually training to, to a level that is going to challenge your body to have that negative effect? I don't know, maybe. If you're usually tired and you just take a while to get going, maybe you're just a, a slow mover in the morning, you not wanting to train, do you reckon that's really a valid reason? Is, is, that, an act, is that a reasonable argument? Or is that just another excuse? You know, oh, I wake up, oh, I'm so tired. Oh. Sometimes you just got to fucking put your gear on and get after it. You have to know yourself well enough to self-evaluate the situation as it arises. Call yourself out on your bullshit when you know you're being a pussy and you just need to get the work done. And also, be smart enough to realize when things need to be scaled back. Remember, one training session isn't going to make you strong. Missing one session, it's not going to kill your progress. But consistently doing it over and over again, yeah, that might actually be a bit of an issue. That might pose you and your goals a problem. Having one bad, in quotation marks, bad meal or something that's off the plan isn't going to make you fat. And on the flip side, one excellent meal isn't going to make you lean. Eating that way on a regular basis might though. So what I'm getting at here is the aggregate of your behaviors. What do you do on a typical day? What are the average of your behaviors? Are they positive and pushing you towards your goals? Or are they negative and taking you away from your goals? Because once you understand that, you generally have the answer. If you never miss a training session and you feel off, start with a warm-up. If your body still feels stiff or, you know, things feel a bit sketchy, maybe they probably are. That might actually be a day not to train or to maybe just do some mobility work. So knowing when to push the envelope and to go hard is a skill, but so is the ability to know when your body is telling you something is wrong. If you haven't listened to episode 11 yet, I encourage you to go back and check it out so you can make similar assessments when and if you don't feel up to it in terms of illness or sickness. So I hope that gives you a framework for what to do if you're feeling that your body is a little bit off. Maybe it's a little bit of a niggle, maybe it's a little bit of, you know, bit of fatigue, maybe it's a bit of CNS overload. Know when to push yourself and know when to scale things back. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. 
Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.